Welcome back to Tackling the College Life with Mel and Katie. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. Last week, if you're listening to this like right off the bat, was Thanksgiving. Woo-woo. I hope you guys Ooh. had a really, really nice Thanksgiving with your family and your friends. But mostly like the good food, you know? Yeah. Like green bean casserole. No. Yeah. No. I knew it was that. <laughs> no. Green bean casserole. I, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Because mine is definitely mashed potatoes and gravy. It's Ooh. just, I really like stuffing and green bean casserole. And deviled eggs. You get deviled eggs. We don't. <gasps> we don't. But I do yes, know no. a lot of families that do deviled eggs. <laughs> it's all, you need like the gravy, the turkey, the stuffing, maybe like, I don't know, For green sure. bean casserole. <laughs> ah. Can't tell. I do not like green beans the texture but yeah i know the holidays can be hard for some people so if that is you i'm proud of you for hanging in there and just know like you get to kind of create your family it doesn't have to be blood yep there's some people that just can't go home for thanksgiving and they were invited by friends to come Mm. and that that just means a lot i'm sure to those people and i think we've been like very very lucky to where the holidays are so fun for us oh i know we look forward to yeah but for some people like the holidays are the worst part of the year Mm -hmm. because they think about all these happy families and then they think about themselves and it's just like yeah i really do feel bad for those people and just know there are so many families that are open and like people that want to take you in yeah yeah speaking of thanksgiving I don't know about you. Right after Thanksgiving is Christmas time. Like, there's no doubt. No, I agree. Some people celebrate it right when November hits. Or right when Halloween's over. Right after Halloween. (laughs) Um, I'm not one of those people. Yeah, I'm not either. I feel like it's kind of hard to celebrate, especially when you're like... You're looking forward to Thanksgiving. You are. And it's not even cold in Arizona. Oh, that's So how can I think it's Christmas when it's like, oh, all the snowing movies and stuff. When I'm freaking in like like a tank top and sweatpants. We're ending fall, guys. We need to have fall and... End with Thanksgiving. Yes. And yes. then once Thanksgiving's like I'm about to go get a tree <laughs> today. <laughs> That's kind of controversial, Loki. But <laughs> this episode's gonna get personal. It's gonna get deep. It's one of our deeper episodes that we're not talking about guys in. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really, really hope this relates to someone, and I hope it helps someone because we're talking about mental health, and then we're also talking about people that don't deal with mental health, but maybe they deal with a friend that deals with it or a family member that deals with it, and they just don't know what to do. And we have personal experience as well. We actually recorded an episode just like this almost a year ago, like a little bit less than a year ago. I think it was during the springtime. We recorded it. I was supposed to edit it because I do the editing. Every time I just started, I just stopped. I was in a really weird place with my mental health. I was in a relationship that wasn't good for me at the point. I was just not happy in it. I was also just not motivated to go to class. I was not motivated to do anything. For me, like, I love this podcast and it's something, like, I always get motivated to do. Creating content, whether that be YouTube videos or TikToks or this podcast, it's always made me happy. And for this to not make me happy during that time was really hard because nothing was working. And people have those times Mm -hmm. in their year and it gets better. Like, it does. Mm -hmm. But during that time, you don't see that. We were going to make it, like, a special episode, but we never ended up doing that. (laughs) So it's gone. I don't know where it is. But we are talking about today. So it'll be better. And shout out to Melanie because she... She does like everything through this podcast, so I'm sure Katie could. Yay. I'm sure Katie could. Uh, editing's a little. It's definitely time consuming. If I sound a little sick, it is because I was a little yeah. sick. If you hear me like coughing, well, Melanie will probably take. Let's it talk out, about that actually. Well, let's get into finals and how that affects your mental health. Oof. Because 
even my mom, she would tell me every year by winter break, she'd be sick. Yep. Everyone around me is sick. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not only because everything's spreading, it's because you're losing sleep studying Yep. or even going out, whatever it is. You're not really like fueling your body yeah, properly. You're not like, you're not exercising as much because yeah. you're studying. And the biggest thing, you're stressed mentally oh it's huge that weighs on you yeah it weighs on you to where you get physically ill yeah it's crazy i honestly think mental health is like the biggest thing in the world it affects everyone it's so crazy how it can literally ruin your life it really and can. it can also make your life amazing if mm-hmm. you have that but like think about, i don't want to compare like murderers but like you think about like <laughs> mentally insane people like what the heck like yeah. your mental state can be so bad that you're gonna want to do something like that yeah you know what I mean? Like, that is absolutely insane. If that doesn't show you how crazy mm-hmm. your mental health, that should be your top priority and in life. the issue with a lot of people that do end up, like, committing those heinous crimes <laughs> is that they're not heard. Yeah. You know, if they say, oh, I don't particularly like this, I feel this way, a lot of the times people shut them down. Yes. Or they're kind of quiet their voice. Yeah. And that can really have a strong impact. No, and, even with those, you need to you know, see the warning signs. Yes. Red flags. The red flags Oh, they're so before. bright. They're so bright. Yes. You just gotta look out for them and mm-hmm. make note of them, but unfortunately a lot of people just don't yeah i think finals week is really hard for every college kid no matter what your major is mm-hmm. this could be either like melanie's saying the week to go out i'm personally not that kind of person but i do know people that are like oh i want to hang out with my friends before they leave yeah. and then you also kind of got to study a little bit so putting those two together can be really hard you will miss out on sleep you will yeah. miss out on either like a meal or exercising personally finals week has been terrible for me yeah just because like i haven't been sleeping i eat like Maybe like twice a day. If and I can. ultimately, that's not really gonna help you in your final. Anyway. That's the thing. It'll get the job done for completing assignments, but mentally, like if I'm not sleeping and I'm not eating properly, like I just can't focus. Yeah. So if I'm taking a test, it'll hurt really yeah, bad. Yeah, I will. Or the amount of time I spend studying will make me more comfortable with the information, so I yeah. will do better. But I'll it, also be sick. And... I think it's honestly all about sacrificing things. Yeah. But I don't think you should sacrifice your sleep or what you eat at all maybe you can sacrifice exercise maybe you can sacrifice hanging out with your friends Mm -hmm. maybe you can sacrifice watching tv yeah just for that day or just for that week because then you'll feel comfortable and then you'll be ready for finals week if that's something that's like a priority to you obviously i feel like it should but sleep is huge sleep is huge you should not be sacrificing your sleep so you'll be able to hang out with your friends that's not something you sacrifice like yeah sacrifice something else at least and you can't focus while you're studying have you ever done yeah. that? Like, you're, like, looking over words, and you have to, like, read it over, like, ten times, because you're just not... You're just tired, yeah. and you can't focus. And it just yeah. takes you ten times longer to finish. It's really bad. Yeah. I don't know if we will talk to you guys before finals are over, so have a good finals week. You got this. Keep you pushing. You freaking got this. All right, let's get into everything um, mental health. So, mental health is real. Automatically, I'm just gonna come out there and say it. I hope this doesn't come as a shock to you, but <laughs> mental health is real. It is real. This is a safe space. So if you're not here to be trying to learn or trying to relate, then you're not welcome. (laughs) 
Like, if, if you're if you're coming here with a very closed mindset thinking yeah. oh i know someone that says they have like anxiety but i don't think it's true yeah and you're listening to this like oh mental health is not real um maybe keep it in mind i mean keep it in mind but hopefully we prove you wrong <laughs> yeah ho- hopefully and i think there's a big difference between understanding mental health and just acknowledging that it exists like melanie she'll kind of explain her story but she can kind of understand how it works based off of her understanding can use that to understand other people's mental health struggles. I personally don't have mental health issues, which I probably have something. I mean, everyone has issues, you know? Yeah, everyone has issues. Everyone has stress in their lives, but I have not been diagnosed with anything. But I do acknowledge that it exists, and I acknowledge that it affects other people's lives, and I acknowledge that it's there. There's a big difference there. Everyone has their own battles. Say you deal with anxiety. I think anxiety is your worst, like, nightmare. Like, your own little demon. (laughs) I will talk about my anxiety. And for some people, they'll be like, I've never even thought about that. That never has crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. And then there's people that tell me about their anxiety and I'm like, I have never even thought about that. That has never even crossed my mind. But to them, it's their whole life. Like, it's all they think about. It's like something they deal with. So even if you do deal with mental health struggles, there are other people that deal with different types of mental health struggles Mm -hmm. that do affect them equally. I think it's important to acknowledge that, like you're saying. And Katie has been really great with that. A lot of her friends or family members or people she knows, including me, deal with mental health struggles. And she's always been there for me, even though she doesn't understand it. Like, there's been many times where, like, I'm able to open up to her and, you know, she's able to talk to me about it without ever making me feel small or making me feel like I'm going crazy. Like, oh, you know? Melanie, this yeah. is all your mind. Yeah, like, <laughs> stop. You're, like, ruining the fun. You know what I mean? Like, people like yeah. that, it's just, like, that's really, really tough on people that already deal with so much. I definitely feel like you've learned a lot through oh, that. Like, I, really I mean, I don't think you've always been like that. You've never really been bad, but, like, you've definitely learned through experience. Improved. <laughs> improved <laughs> your friendship. Points of improvement. <laughs> so, there's another phrase, I guess, term that's been coming out recently called neurodivergency or being neurodivergent. I think this is good because instead of saying, oh, I, I have a mental health issue, you can be like, oh, I'm neurodivergent. Yeah, and it's, but can you explain what that is? Yeah, so neurodivergent or neurodivergency is basically having a mental condition that will affect your day-to-day life. It's kind of like a synonym for having a mental health issue. And so I think people use this term instead of saying, oh, you have a mental health issue. It's just like a friendlier, uh, some conditions that are under neurodivergency are dyslexia, ADHD, ADD, autism spectrum disorder. So these are like researched. Okay, I don't want people to think like they have to say and label themselves as neurodivergent because I feel like that makes people think that they're not normal. They're well, not divergent. They're narrow. Like, you know I, what I mean? Low-key, I'm like, after that book Divergent came out, I'm like, honestly, it's kind of <laughs> cool being divergent. Know, like, cool. oh, you're divergent? Like, neurodivergent? <laughs> Basically, the cookie-cutter definition of this online is neurodivergent describes people whose brain differences affect how their brain works. So how is this a good thing? There's kind of like the argument of neurodivergent people like should they be called neurodivergent or should it be called like they have a mental health issue Mm. um because it's basically another way of saying your brain doesn't function like other people's you're not trying to categorize these people or like put them into a separate area Mm -hmm. by saying they're neurodivergent but at the same time like if you do say oh yeah this person
has a mental health issue, you're also not, like, labeling them. Yeah. It's kind of just another phrase that has been coined. Yeah, and it's like, you don't have to tell people you have a mental health issue. Yeah. Unless it helps you, you know? Unless it makes you more comfortable around them. Or, like, people understand. There are a lot of mental health issues that you think they're perfectly normal. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't see. And there's a lot of physical issues that people have that you can't even see either. Mm -hmm. I I can't be like, oh, Melanie? Mm, I know she has anxiety. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, something you can't tell. That's why you have to, like, be wary everywhere you Mm -hmm. go and what you say. Yeah. You know, because it could trigger someone. But I think that's really cool to note because, I mean, I've never heard that. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's more of a recent thing. I feel like a lot of younger people are becoming more aware of mental health and, like, trying to be more aware of other people's mental health and not, like, trigger people. Next thing that does, I think this has made more problems in the world it's definitely made some amazing things hands down definitely but um it's social media oh my god bingo bingo bingo, guys it's just something we always hear but we never really do anything about social media is a freaking business it really is however many clicks you get on a post how much money you generate and i was thinking it's kind of funny because i was like looking at my dog right (laughs) then i was on my phone i saw this tiktok of this dog that has its own playhouse and gets to gets all this stuff gets to go outside all the time gets to, oh my god um, go to the movie theaters gets like their owner really makes their dog like their baby but my dog has no idea that's going on she just loves life because this is mm-hmm. all she knows <laughs> which i it's it's kind but of right it's true it's like they don't have social media to see other dogs doing other things that's what we have we're not supposed to know what other people are freaking doing i, don't I honestly hate because i mean i went black friday shopping yesterday we went inside like a very expensive store and i'm thinking like what is the reason why people buy stuff like this yeah it's all to, to show up to show off to <laughs> kind of show that you have money or to prove to other people that hey i'm part of the social class 100 would you get that expensive thing if no one knew you had it exactly <laughs> exactly that's that's a great point really? social media does not help at all just think about it we spend hours a day just clicking through people's lives yeah like, what is the point point? and then you start comparing your life like wow my life actually sucks yeah and then you kind of get into this down of 100%. like wow kim kardashian has eight sports cars and i have no car yeah and that's right? the mental health aspect of it we're not meant to see that stuff a lot of people have like fomo that's so true so when they see stuff going on it it really does affect them even low-key through a breakup you're not supposed to see that man yeah (laughs) you're not supposed to see what they're up to you know what i mean that affects you as well that's why you should block them or if you see like (laughs) them having fun or you see them with another girl oh my god you'll be like jesus like It'll actually put you in a worse mental state than you were in before. Yeah. It's something that, like, we acknowledge again. Social media is hard. But one of the hardest things is to put that phone away, not be on social media. Because we're we're preaching these things right now. What do you think we're going to do after this episode? We're going to go on freaking social media and we're going to post. I mean, that's what we do on this podcast. If we didn't have an Instagram, if we didn't have this stuff, we wouldn't be able to talk to people. I know social media is amazing because I'm going to do it for a living, (laughs) low-key. I mean, I'm in marketing and I know that social media is like one of the biggest things to get the word out and to even help people Mm -hmm. social media has helped people because it's been able to get people from all over the world to see things yeah but i believe that you should have breaks i really do like just try it out or just unfollow anyone who does not make you happy yeah that's what i I did that's huge only follow things that i'm like i want to see what their life is about but like i don't want to follow memes on instagram 
Instagram. Yeah. I, I Unless still that do. makes you laugh. Unless the that thing, makes you the laugh. The thing is, they make me laugh, but it wastes so much time. <laughs> I'm just like scrolling through and I'm yeah. like, what am I doing here? You yeah. know? I think a really cool thing that my friend has done, she actually has two phones. One of them what? is an iPhone, maybe like an iPhone 6, you know, a regular iPhone. And the other is a flip phone. She carries both of her phones around with her everywhere, but mostly she carries her flip phone around because she's like, if you ever need me, like really need me, call my flip phone and I will respond every time. Do they text on the flip phone? Is that a thing? Yeah, she texts on the flip phone. Oh, wow. She takes photos on the flip phone. So it's so fun. So we're like, oh, let's take a flip phone photo. But she doesn't need to get distracted by social media. She's not yeah. in her own head about like, oh, looking through Instagram. She's yeah. not on Facebook. No, it's a flip but phone. But she's still able to reach people. Yeah, and still able to contact people. And like, I was thinking, could I do that? Could you I really like could. That? But do I want to? No, <gasps> no. You yeah. love Snapchat too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But another thing is like, everyone has social media. So a lot of the times they'll try and contact you through social media exactly and like I they're need, not gonna text you media. yeah they're not that's the thing they're not it sucks for your mental health but we kind of need it yeah so, so i think just Lim- limit limited. it limit it for sure yeah going back to like understanding versus acknowledging mental health a lot of people don't really think about this it's really hard when you start dating someone like seriously i remember being scared not like i was overthinking i mean like literally i was scared that my anxiety was gonna take over and i was gonna self-sabotage or they won't be able to handle if I have an anxiety attack. It's scary because when you're dating, like, you're just now meeting that person. You don't know how they're going to react. Or let's say you have a mental breakdown. Like, are they going to be there for you? Are they going to be like, oh, stop being a wuss? Yeah. And a lot of the times what people do is they'll try and hide their mental health issues so that, you know, it doesn't ruin things in their mind. And I remember even, like, doing that in my past relationship to where it was not his fault at all. I just thought, like, he wouldn't be able to handle it until I was, like, on the phone with my dad because he was there for me, of course. And it had nothing to do with anyone but myself. But I was scared to tell him. And then my dad was like, well, why would you want to be with someone if they cannot they be there for you? Yeah. So that's when I remember calling him and he was there for me. And it was really a big eye-opener that like, you know, people are there for you. People will try and understand and try and acknowledge mm. you. Especially if they truly like care about yeah, you. Yeah, for and... sure. On my first dates, I low-key talk about mental health. <laughs> like That's like the first thing. I no, I want to make really sure good. they believe in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Because you've gone on a couple dates where they're like, I don't really... Oh, Have mental I? health? I thought you... Wait, I'm one. I, thought, I thought you were on <laughs> There's one There's two money in account. You're on one date where the guy was like, oh, I don't really, like, go to therapy. Like, I don't really oh, think, like, therapy yeah. is, like, eh, super helpful. Yeah. Even discredited therapy. I was like, oh. Even that's... my ex didn't really support therapy. A lot of guys don't. I think that they should because they're the ones that need it the most. Preach, (laughs) Preach. That's so true. It's like these men, not even men, anyone, they have so many issues that they need to go through and they will never acknowledge it. Yes. They will never. And then they'll have to either learn it the hard way or never learn it. Or they'll just keep it bundled up inside. Because they're freaking eco. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, some people, they just don't understand in therapy, which we'll go into this into our little therapy section, but... But therapy is a no-brainer. That's, All yeah, right, it's we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. Don't don't you worry. <laughs> Let's talk about my personal experience. No anxiety. Um, this is kind of scary for me talking about this because I do know people won't understand, but I'm hoping that some people do. And maybe if you have never acknowledged mental health before, this can be the start of that. <laughs> um, I've always grown up with anxiety, and I would call it nervousness. Oh, I'm nervous to where it would make me 
physically sick, meaning stomach aches. And guess what I was nervous about? I was nervous about getting a stomach ache. <laughs> like, it was so crazy growing up like that. It's like a cycle. It is a whole cycle to where I understood that my mind was telling me something that's not true, but it still would happen. I know I'm making myself sick. I know it's me, but it still happens. I still get nervous. I still get scared to where I'd be scared on the first day of school because I feel like I can't miss this day. What if I'm sick? All of these thoughts would run through my mind constantly, which is called OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. I went to therapy like two years ago, I think it was, maybe even less than that. I I knew I had anxiety. This is when my anxiety like hit its peak where it was really, really bad. And it was during COVID time to where like I would be in the Starbucks drive-thru having a panic attack in my mind because I was so scared. There's a car in front of me, there's a car behind me, there's nowhere to go. If I need to go to the bathroom or something, like there's nowhere to go. I have to stay here and sit with my thoughts. It was the craziest like experience that I've ever been through because I'm like, Melanie, like, this is not a big deal. Like, calm down, calm down. You're trying to calm yourself down, but it's like, you just cannot stop. And then when I went to therapy, she was like, I think you might have OCD. And I'm like, I've always thought of that as I have to touch the doorknob three times or else my family's gonna die or something like you have to do something and your mind won't shut up about it kind of thing. Which if you've listened to my sister on this podcast, she's talked about that OCD that she's had. Like crazy stuff. She has been around in your room five times every night you have to go mm-hmm. you know like but for me like I would kind of brush that off I'm like no and then when she kind of explained it to me I was like oh wait that is very much me that is very true because I'm obsessing over my thoughts in my head constantly where like say I had to drive my sister to practice the whole time in my head I'm like what if I have to pull over she's late even when I'd be with friends friends would pick me up they'd have no clue what I'm going through but in my mind like they're talking to me right or I could even be talking to them and in my mind I'm like oh my god what if I have to tell them I'm sick and they have to pull over like I literally have vivid memories of that this all stemmed from like my childhood to where like I would get really really bad stomach aches at practice at school and I had no control because I couldn't just go home like I'd have to call my mom Mm. to pick me up there were many times where that happened and thankfully my mom kind of had the same thing when she was younger so she understood and she tried to help me but she never really went to therapy for it and understood it so I'm glad that I went to therapy because it's definitely helped me acknowledging my own mental health and knowing what it is is definitely hard because it doesn't make it go away but it makes me know how to live with it you know like you're dealing with mental health okay there are steps you can do to help it and to diminish it a little bit but it never really goes away and that's like the hard acceptance stage of that getting help doesn't mean okay I mean I'm gonna do this and it'll be gone there will be times where it gets bad again there'll be times when it's really good you just have to know how to deal with that and that's life and you need to surround yourself with people who will make you feel comfortable and who will see signs too. You know what you I mean? mean like, ask like how yeah, you're doing. Exactly. That will ask you how you're doing because I know so many people that deal with mental health and what they do is they isolate themselves. Ugh. They're so scared that they're going to like put their problems on other people. They don't talk to anyone and they don't respond. They're just alone and that's how they deal with it, which is not good at all. That's kind of my OCD, my mental health. I don't really get social anxiety. I don't understand that. I acknowledge it, of course, and I know a lot of people deal with that. I'm not scared to talk to people. I'm scared that, like, I'm gonna get sick in front of you. know what I mean? <laughs> I remember telling my therapist, I was like, what if I throw up at college? And she's uh, like, girl, it's college. Yeah. What do you think people do? <laughs> throw up all the time. Anywhere. It's normal. You can just say you're hungover. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I do have, like, a couple people I've met in my life 
that have dealt with this same thing. That's helped me understand, like, I'm not alone. And it's a real thing. Like, I've definitely tried to hide it, 100%, but you just can't. That's kind of crazy. Whenever Melanie talks about her anxiety, actually, you talking about it now is really eye-opening for me. Because yeah, I just don't talk about it. Like you that. don't talk about it. Like, you didn't really say, oh, my anxiety's kind of tied with OCD. Yeah. So, I was a little confused about how that worked, but, like, yeah, now exactly. that you explained it, I'm like, oh, that's exactly how it works. Oh, we forgot to mention that we went to Harry Styles concert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not thinking that. We have a YouTube video. You yes. should watch it. Um, totally should plug. <laughs> but it was really, really, really fun. But when Katie first told me about it, it was an insane adventure. We literally went on a plane that night to go and see Harry Styles. And then we kind of slept at the airport and then came back early morning and then went to class kind of thing. So when she told me this was going to happen, I like immediately was like, I know that that'll be so much fun. And sometimes I get sad and I get kind of depressed when I don't do things. But when I do things, my anxiety gets higher. So my anxiety is like, stay home, don't do anything. And then my like sadness is like, go out, do things. Yeah. So it's very, it's very hard. It's very conflicting. So I'm like, I know I can do this. I'm just going to say I want to do this because mm. who the frick wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I knew, I knew that I would have anxiety struggles on this trip. But obviously Katie's someone that knows about this and she's also someone I'm very comfortable with. So I think it was during the restaurant I was like getting really, really anxious. We were in a different state. Like, it's scary. I fell out of control. Like whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I you just, can't just go home. You literally, like, you just can't can't go home which yeah. is what a lot of people can do even though it wouldn't even be that long like I took Advil just to make my mind at ease and obviously it did help my stomach but yeah I'm like sitting there and like being able to talk to Katie about it because it helps it really helps me when yeah. I get to talk about it and not just like oh I'm fine and of course I was fine and I had a really really great time it's stuff like that you never really know when it's gonna come up and there are gonna be times where you do deal with it more and you're gonna struggle and it gets exhausting mm. mine's just racing you just want it to shut up but that should not stop you from living your life yeah that's the biggest thing for me at least and you still went on the trip and I still went on the still trip had a great time. and I had so much fun and we recorded it and mm. made content which obviously I love doing there is a really good podcast I listen to that I'm plugging right now. <laughs> I listen to The Daily from the New York Times. There was one episode in particular that talked about a girl, she was like eight years old and she had OCD. Really? And like her struggles. I feel like you should really listen to it because oh. I feel like you could definitely relate. Oh, okay. And What is it called? Um, so this episode from The Daily is called The Fear Facer and Update. And it's an update because they recorded this actually a year ago they're now checking in with the girl that they interviewed and so she's Ooh. like a couple years older now you know still dealing with her anxiety and her OCD yeah but she definitely is able to describe more of how she's feeling it's super interesting I actually know a lot of people in my life that have mental health issues or either OCD or ADHD I feel like everyone must it's so common that's what I'm thinking who doesn't know someone yeah that struggles an example of this uh, my dad he told me actually a couple years ago because I thought the story was so interesting is that actually of his co-worker he also has OCD not really like Melanie's where it's like thoughts that are going through his brain but it's more like his mind and how he thinks of things mm -hmm. when my dad and him were walking out of his work you know the lines on like a street that like section off the cars yeah as he's walking to his car he needs to walk on every line that's like going to his car so oh instead of goodness. just like walking across the parking lot he needs to walk on the lines that guide him towards his car Got you. Like, some of his daily activities kind
kind of are a little particular. Like, yeah. if he wants to take certain medication, he needs to make sure it's in, like, a specific box every day that, like, labels it, and he can't take the wrong one, or else, like, his brain will be like, no, that's wrong, that's incorrect, like, you have to take the right one kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. For that, I feel like medication is very necessary. I know everyone thinks about, even when I was almost getting on medication my dad would be like you know it's not natural and it's like sometimes you need that and for that yeah, it's like it, you can diminish how much you think about you know what he thinks about mm -hmm. i think it's so helpful i think that's worth it i feel like there's a stigma around oh you're just you're taking medication oh yeah. i don't know if you need that like you could do it naturally just go work out and yeah you but this chemical healthy. in your brain is not natural exactly i'm sorry but if there's something that can help it yeah wh why are why you why would you not take that or why would you make yourself suffer in yeah. order to remain natural i think most people try naturally first right i mean yeah i don't yeah, think exactly. medication is the first thing people think of yeah another thing i remember when i was talking to my therapist one time she's like have you ever seen like a shopping cart just like randomly in the store with like things in it and like no one's taking it like have you ever seen that and I was like yeah I've seen that like a couple times mm -hmm. and she's like it's because people get anxiety and they leave the store they have things in their shopping cart and they get so whatever it is that makes them anxious oh interesting they leave the store and I know someone personally who's told me they've done that many times that shopping is really hard for them oh and she told me about that before I talked to my therapist about this. Mm. So, like, I was like, yeah, like, I totally know about that. Wow, I actually did not know that. I thought people were just, like, leaving their stuff and no. then... I mean, maybe some people leave their stuff and go they find do. stuff, but there's definitely actually, yeah people that i mean there are it's a crowded store it's, there, it's scary yeah. mm -hmm. for a lot of people so i personally know someone that deals with a lot of mental health issues they got diagnosed with adhd they also have depression but they haven't been diagnosed yet it's kind of like the people around me believe that this person does have depression even though they haven't been checked out yeah um just because like the warning signs that we see how they act how they think about things on a daily. It's very interesting for me to see that because I've known this person for a relatively long time. As uh, like a couple years ago, there are some like warning signs that were showing that, hey, this person might not be thinking normally. Yeah. Quotes for normally. Yes. Yeah. Who the frick is normal? No one is normal, um, dude. Thinking more like as an average person. I was just so confused. I mean, when you have a mind, you think everyone else has that same mind kind of thing. Exactly. How I grew up, I was like, oh, everyone should be kind of like me. So when the thought that people could be like really sad on yeah. a day to day or like even Melanie's anxiety, like sometimes it's hard for me to wrap my mind around, wow, like how right, does this yeah. even work, you know? Back then, you're really big on like studying and getting good grades and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. it's never really been like a struggle, but you've always worked hard. Yeah. But there's some people that just like, they because can't. of their mental health issues, it's harder for them mm -hmm. and like let's say they don't study when they were supposed to i feel like back then you would have been like oh they're slacking off yeah oh they're lazy but i can't believe they turned their thing in yeah, late. like come exactly. on they knew when the deadline was <laughs> yeah. no that would totally be me yeah right um yeah a couple years ago i would have been like wow i can't believe this person 
in. Like, they're totally yeah, slacking off. Exactly. But now I'm definitely a lot more open. Like, oh, well, maybe, like, let's just try to get it in next time. Yeah. I know this is kind of off topic, but I really hope in the future, like, professors and people are more understanding with that yeah. sort of stuff. There's a lot of people that get scared to go to class. Mm-hmm. When you make attendance mandatory, it's hard for mm-hmm. them, you know? Exactly. I, yeah. So, previous Katie, I didn't really Judgmental Katie. Yeah, judgmental Katie facts. <laughs> but I didn't really acknowledge mental health, and it's really because I didn't really grow up in an environment that stated mental yeah. health's a thing. That's how you have to remember. It's not anyone's fault. They don't understand. Yeah. So, when this person kind of started having, I guess, some issues, I was always like, oh, they're just lazy. I can't believe they don't try hard. Like, yeah. they grew up in a really good environment, and yeah. look at how they act now. And I was always so, like, distasteful yeah. and very angry and frustrated towards that person. Yeah. This is what you should not be towards someone that has <laughs> mental health because I was probably not a good friend at all. Yeah. I probably heightened their depression mm-hmm. to some degree because or I made wasn't... them feel like they should be doing more. Exactly. You know, yeah. and that it's their fault. Yep. And then that probably made them feel worse about the situation. Yeah. This is really because I didn't understand mental health. There were a lot of mistakes I made. I guess I'm just trying to do better now. Yeah. I just want to say some of the things that you shouldn't do yeah. if someone does have like a mental health issue is to not push them like you normally push yourself because you don't know what they're going through yeah. and to not compare them to That's yourself, um, which is huge. Or anyone. Yeah. Because growing up as a twin, my sister and I, we compare ourselves all the time. Yeah. Right? Like whether sure. we want to do it or not, we compare ourselves. This is ultimately not like healthy. <laughs> or even if you're a parent of someone who deals with that, like you oh, should yeah. not be comparing your daughter to your son. Um, and in this case, I was comparing myself to my friend and you can't compare yourself to others. It will not work out if yeah. you do have a friend or you do have someone close to you that is struggling with mental health like I would definitely kind of put the brakes on and really know what you're saying to this person before you say it and there are some people that deal with mental health that do put their problems on you you know I think we should acknowledge that as well because it's hard for someone who is trying to be friends with someone but like constantly calls them for help constantly like you know it's it's like they're dealing with something and it's like you want to be there for them but you can't do everything and it it can be hard on you too like it really can we need to acknowledge that as well because I know people that have had enough it's not them it's their anxiety talking or it's their depression talking or it's whatever talking but that can still be too much and Mm -hmm. if you need to distance yourself from someone like that then you need to do that for your Mm -hmm. own mental health yeah exactly I mean in that case I would highly recommend therapy therapy is huge if you're not doing anything to help yourself yes that's what I understand it can be hard to actually go to therapy. It can also be expensive. It can be expensive. Yeah, there's a lot of external factors that are playing uh, into that as to why someone might not consider therapy. But these are like professionals. Exactly. They They know how to handle about this. Yes. They know how to deal with what you're thinking. They know how to give you advice. Yes. Like your friends can give you advice, but these people have literally been through school for so long and they know how the brain works. Mm -hmm. And best of it, they can prescribe you medicine. (laughs) Why did I say it like that? (laughs) (laughs) That is... (laughs) Okay. 
making any cough over here. What do you do if someone doesn't want help? Because I know so many stories of where it's a great question. Every single day, there's someone that has a mental breakdown or keeps doing things that they know hurts them, and they know it's wrong, but they just refuse to get help. From personal experience. I don't know. I really don't know what you can do to make this person convince themselves that they can get help. It's hard. I think it's it's so hard. Just give them love. Be there for them. It's kind of hard when you know someone's struggling. Or even if they don't open up to you too. It's like, what do you do then? If they don't open up to you, basically what you're saying is, ow, my arm's broken. And you're like, oh, go to the hospital. Go get help. They're like, no, I'll just deal with it. No, I I really don't want to go to the hospital. Yes. But then then they complain about it. And then they complain about it. It's really hard to convince someone to get help, but it's even harder when you know that there's a solution and they're not taking it. Yeah. And And there's a reason for that. There's like a subconscious reason because a lot of people don't want to get help because that means they kind of have to try now. Even these people would like deny this because they don't even see it. And I've realized this through therapy. It's kind of an excuse for them. They don't have to do anything because they have depression. I've realized this through therapy. Like I said, I low-key like my OCD. When my therapist told me that first time, I was like, girl, you're cray. (laughs) I don't like this. I want to get rid of this. That's why I'm here. Okay. Yeah. But she's like, there is a subconscious reason why you do this. Why you low-key like getting sick. And I'm like, what? She's like, think about why you like it. I'm like, girl, I can't. I can't think about it. But now when I do think about it, I'm like, that's kind of true. You kind of just have to be there for them. I don't know. I really hope they get therapy. I really hope hope you have that. If you're able to, you should. Even me going through a breakup, having a therapist there, this is my first ever breakup, right? has been tremendous. Like, it has been insane on my healing journey because she's told me, like, why things happen the way they did. She's been there for me. She's also a lot older, so she's been through experiences like that. It doesn't just have to be mental health. It can be anything you're going through that is hard. Therapy is there for you. I think therapy is always a good thing. Do I think you need it if you don't deal with mental health? No. But I think, like, everyone has issues Mm -hmm. that they can work through. Never feel like therapy is a bad thing. Yeah. And I don't think it should be a weak thing. I think it should be a strong thing that you're going and you're talking about your feelings and you're trying to better your own self to be a better human in this world. Basically, it's like going to the gym. You know, all these gym bros are like, oh, I go to the gym to get big. I know, and they don't want to... And they don't want to get therapy if they need it. If they need it, they don't want to get therapy. Or they, like, discredit therapy, like, oh, if you go to therapy, it's weak. Yes. No, you're literally going to better yourself. So you're trying to get better. Basically, the same concept as the gym. Okay, put those two together, you'll make the perfect gym. I know it's hard because a lot of people have family members that really discredit credit therapy because of their generation or their culture yes religion they think that's weak if you grew up like that that can be really hard to get out of Mm -hmm. kind of thing but i feel like if that's how you grew up you need therapy the most (laughs) all right we're gonna end this episode on things that you can do to help your mental health these are basic i'm not gonna lie they're things you've probably heard before but we can all use a reminder if you take it to heart you know it could actually change your mindset it could actually change your life and i would like to say that we practice what we preach but sometimes we don't sometimes we don't so so we we take our own advice yeah we need to really do that first thing that helps a lot of people is having a schedule not only having a schedule but having things to look forward to Mm. that is huge if you have things to look forward to you just want to live life you know what i mean you're more happy it motivates you to keep going and kind of shuts your mind off in a way 
okay. Have you ever, like, been late to school? You just know you have to go. Yeah. But, like, your mind's like, I'm really tired. But you're like, okay, mind shut off. And you're just going through the motion because you just know you have to go. But, like, your mind really, really does not want to go. I've definitely been in that situation. (laughs) Yep. Another great piece of advice is to stay active. Actually, this past month, I haven't been, like, going to the gym. I have noticed how I'm not as alert. Sometimes I'm just kind of antsy. I know this is all because I am not exercising. Yeah. Because I am a very active person and I'm usually just like running around everywhere, going to the gym. I love going to the gym. Yeah. And when you take something that you love out of your life, especially something that will help you mentally and physically, it definitely hurts your mental health when you don't like feed your brain those healthy chemicals, you know, that you get when you work out. And I think growing up is all about finding what makes you happy. What makes you like love life. If you find those things, you're set. And I'm saying like find things that like you can do on your own that doesn't make you rely on someone that's so true if you like found a guy or you like you found a people's great people like if you have friends that make you happy that's amazing but i'm talking about things that like make you yeah, as an individual that you can happy. do by yourself for me working out is one of them so yeah. i'm definitely gonna try to get back into it after finals week and again with working out it's like finding what kind of workouts you like and doing that and there's no yeah. shame in just walking and there's no shame in any type of workout going Yoga. for 15 minutes like, yeah it's kind of funny like i know we all realize this at some point but we're so hard on ourselves yeah we really like, are. we are never this mean to other people like imagine you treat someone how you treat yourself i know i think that, that so all mean, the time right like oh god poor katie if <laughs> you just went to the gym for 30 minutes i'd be like good job like you did it but if i did i'd be like i should have stayed longer yeah blah blah, blah. i like, should have did this yeah Why did I do that? it was so funny because when we were in high school katie always got freaking a pluses okay <laughs> and i would get like b's and stuff like that and so i would tell her she'd be like what'd you get on this test i'm like i got an 85 and i was happy about it and she's like oh my gosh good job that's such a good job and then she looks at her and she's like a 95 i got two wrong this is bull crap i need to go to the teacher this is so bad she'll be talking about it all day and i'd be like girl what that's are you so doing you, you're making me feel bad now <laughs> you Aww. just told me that you know you're proud of me and now you're like mad so it's so funny we hold ourselves to a higher standard <laughs> really funny yeah that's actually really funny another thing again like we talked about limit your social media i'm not gonna go too deep in that because we talked about it earlier just don't do it i want to talk about goals a little bit more in depth personally having a goal is huge can i I stop you right there for a second because that's actually so funny oh my god years ago this girl would hate on goals like yeah hate when i tell you hate on them she hated them yeah she had like this vendetta towards that i was like what and i'd be like why she's like there's just like no point you'll get it done anyways yes if you don't get it done it's just super disappointing (laughs) i would even try and write goals down one time and she'd be like no we are not doing that i'm like girl what i was super against goals because i think i was always like holding myself to a higher standard like oh you better get this done yeah you know and i'd be like oh i can't get that done but that's low-key a goal though exactly (laughs) like you got to make your goals attainable being in college having that end goal personally my dream place to live i either want to live in washington dc or new york every morning like I wake up the fact that I want to live in either of those two places always crosses my mind
mind. Yeah. Once a day, mm-hmm. at least. I'd That's say. awesome. This is something that keeps me going every day. Yeah. Keeps me motivated to get good grades. I have a goal. You do. And I'm running for it. And, and having I a goal is anything to get amazing it. thing because some people don't have goals. You know, it's harder exactly. to live life because it's like, why am I getting up each day? It's really you know, sad. you don't have a reason. Now I'm a super big advocate about <laughs> goals because I know the effect it has on me. If you're like dating, let's say. Yeah. I know we're not supposed to talk about dating and we always end up talking about, or I always end up talking about dating <laughs> because it relates. But when I always look for a partner, I look for someone who's motivated and has a goal. Yes. It doesn't matter what it is. Bingo. Yep. It literally does not matter what it is. Something that they're passionate about. Something yes. that they are, will try and work hard towards. Yes. But if someone doesn't have that, they don't have that drive, mm-hmm. it's seen as like unattractive. It is unattractive. Um, because you know that, what are they living for? What's going to motivate it's them? It's just not attractive. I feel like everyone can understand that, how it's not attractive. Yeah. If someone just watches TV all day and doesn't have a goal in their, like, how is that attractive? I don't someone know. Talk, some no. people, some people like, like fall in love with those I want kind someone of people, who, but... whose face lights up when they talk about what they do mm-hmm. or talk about what they want to do. Like that yeah. is so freaking attractive. Yes. And it's really cool having like a friend group that is all passionate about something. Oh yeah. It makes goal. you better. It makes you better. It yeah. makes you more motivated to reach your goal. Yes, um, it does. Another big thing that we talked about, do not isolate yourself. Your friends are there for you. I understand if you don't really have friends that are there for you, that can be hard. I really hope in that case that you just put yourself out there and you really try and find those people, whether that be family, friends, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Reach out to them. I remember even like my old roommate, she's kind of a hypocrite because she does not reach out to anyone, <laughs> but she's always like, if you need it, like, just call me, like, call me, like, you should have called me. She's always there for me and I know that, but sometimes I feel like I'm a broken record and I say the same things. She's like, no, just call me, like, it's fine. And I love that and I'm so grateful for that. Do not isolate yourself. It never helps. It can really put you in a bad spot. Another thing, sleep. We take this for granted, guys. Oh, it's so good for you. I know you want to stay up playing your games. You don't want the day to end. That's always a good sign, okay? But um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to live longer too. But come on, like you need your sleep. You do. Prioritize that. Listen to how I sound. This is because I didn't get any sleep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? I'm like coughing. Do you want to be sick? Sometimes I complain about the gym, and then when I'm sick, I'm like, oh, all I, I want to do is go, go to the gym. gym. Yeah. <laughs> so Definitely been there before. Another good thing that will help is getting your sunshine. Go Going out in nature, being outside, feeling the wind on your face, yeah. interacting with Mother Nature. We're grateful to live in Arizona because normally, like, great weather. But sunshine, though, like, there's actual studies done that if you don't get your vitamin D, like, you are less happy. Like, you get depressed. Yeah. Especially if you're someone who deals with depression and you don't get the chance to go outside, get vitamin D gummies mm-hmm. or Yeah, pills. or, like, go outside and maybe take out the trash or yeah, you, open your window. Especially if you live in Arizona, you only need, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> you got all. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. and actually it's funny because I heard somewhere that a lot of people in Arizona are vitamin D deficient and that's because they don't go outside during the summer. Wow. I mean, it is hot. It is super hot. But go to the pool. Tan, what? That's the thing. Like, some people just don't. It's, like, too hot for them or they don't want to get skin cancer from the sun. But you need to be out in nature. Especially since it's wintertime. Oh, yeah. And you live somewhere where it's, like, really snowy and stuff and you don't want to go outside. Get vitamin D. Seriously. It'll change your life. But nature out of vitamin D is still so powerful. You need that. I remember we were in Washington and Katie was just literally laying on the dock and she was smiling. She was smiling at the sky. She was so, I've never 
seen her that happy in my life. I was life. so happy. I remember one of my ex's friends was like, bro, why is she smiling like that? <laughs> and I'm like, I've never seen her do that in my life, but that is so amazing. I just, like, couldn't was, stop smiling. Yeah, you, she was, was so just happy. so happy. Just, like, out in the outdoors. Nature, like, she nature. loved it. Um, and the last thing is eat nourishing foods. Just make sure you have protein. Like, make sure your diet is, like, diverse. And I know it's hard in college, especially if you're a freshman or if you just don't have money to get groceries all the time. Or a lot of the time, people that deal with mental health don't have the energy to get up and go to the grocery store and stuff like that. Yep. And so they eat ramen every day. It's just a cycle because you're not nourishing yourself and then you're not getting any more energy from yeah. that. I hope that everyone who's listening to this has a better understanding of mental health or could relate in some way or kind of is like, you know what? I want a fresh start and changing something, changing their mindset. It could be changing what they're going to be doing today or tomorrow. But yeah, that was long, but I think that was a very healthy conversation. It really was. It opened my eyes. It opened my eyes too. We hope that it did the same for you. Yeah. We appreciate you guys always listening and supporting us. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys had a great time with your family and friends. Yeah, happy holidays. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow our Instagram at Tackling the College Life. If you have anything you want us to talk about in the future, feel free to reach out. Check us out every month for a brand new episode on Tackling the College Life.